5AA Breakfast. David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Weekdays from 6 till 9 on Adelaide's 5AA. 22 minutes to 9. We'll go behind closed doors shortly. But first, let's talk about what's been making news. The editor of the Sunday Mail joins us. Jess Leo, each and every Thursday this time. Morning to you, Jess. Good morning, Will. How you going there, Jess? Good morning, Pamela. Good. I love this first story. The Port Wollonga Beach Bar. Now, I don't want to be rude about Port Wollonga or anybody who lives there, but this story cements a growing perception, and I say this as someone who's got a place down in the cheap mm. seats in Aldenga, mm. that things are a little bit snooty in old survey land. Yes, well, I thought this one might tickle your fancy, and I wondered which which way you might fall. Actually, no, I didn't wonder at all. Uh, so there was a beach bar planned for, for Port Wollonga this summer, but it's not going to go ahead now because more than 100 locals came out against the proposal. So uh, this uh, gentleman, Justin McCarthy, wanted to open a, a pop-up at the Port Wollonga foreshore from December 23 to January 9. But... Um, yeah, a, a group including the Friends of Port Wollonga group uh, rose up against the proposal fearing excessive noise and drunken behaviour. So the council listened to the uh, the community, the very vocal community, and decided it wasn't to go ahead. At very least, this, this is more than 100 people. It's not your usual sort of one person complained about the footy lights being left on and then allowed to have, you know, women's football training on a Thursday night. It was 60, it's a decent number of people. Yeah, it was 68% of the 171 residents who responded. Okay. But of course, these are who yeah. responded. And, and normally the people who take the time don't agree. And, and it's really interesting because... Or don't was... care. It's like the people who don't respond to the survey, I reckon yeah. you put them down as being the overriding majority of people. You shrug their shoulders and go, yeah, whatever. Yeah, let it be. And there was one of these at Christie's Beach um, in 27, uh, 2017 that was really successful. So, uh, and, you know, I, I feel sorry for, for poor Justin McCarthy because he said, you know, the music was mainly to be hits from the 70s, 80s and 90s and, and well within the parameters set by licensing. So he was really trying to pitch mm. that this wasn't some sort yeah, of they weren't planning drunken a, thing. I don't think they were planning a Motorhead concert or anything like that there on the... Uh... On no. the Esplanade. <laughs> no. But anyway, we'll see. The initial reaction to the summer at Christie's event was also negative. So, and now the community have come around with 71% supporting it. So, maybe next Interesting. summer. Interesting. Maybe people just need to slowly over a period of summers. Get mm. He's doing one at Brighton now, isn't he? This guy. I think I think there was, a, there was a story that there's one that's been approved for Brighton Beach. Right. But, mm. the, in fact, I think it was last night the council deliberated on it down there. And they said you'll only, the wording they used was you're only allowed to have this if um, it's difficult for the patrons to even hear the music. So that's how quiet it's got to be. So I'll be sitting there listening to a bit of Enya. But I don't know, it just sort of jars with the whole... This is the perennial problem with our city is like the people who want a bit of vibrancy mm. and you get the squeaky wheelers who go tut tut. I can remember one day there's some local hippie knocked on my door at Aldinger and he said, have you heard that there's a plan the council's looking at? That's why I want you to sign this petition. They're thinking of putting in a, a, a bike path on the Esplanade that's going to attract young people on bikes. Oh, those bike and I, hooligans. And I just looked at him and went, mate, what are you doing? Like, it's a great idea because it's really dangerous, that Esplanade, because there's no verge. There's nowhere to walk and ride for a lot of it. That's it. And this, this guy, under the guise of being community-minded and mm. it's all about amenity... Let's keep those damn kids on bikes away from our beach. How dare like, they exercise and be out in the sunshine? Oh, <laughs> so, is there anywhere you wouldn't have it though? Would you have a beach bar at Silver Sands? Yep. You Bring it on anywhere. Bring it Literally on. Literally anywhere along the coast. In fact, I note that the, the the good burgers of Port Wollonga suggested that Aldinga might be a better location. And you're, you might be right behind that push. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Um, Barristers by the bay. That's uh, what it is down there. <laughs>
There's going to be a new Audi somewhere. There is. There is. Uh, looking at Glenelg North, and you'll never guess who's behind it. It's actually the Polites family. They're property. Oh, really? Yeah, so they've been pretty quiet, but there's a there's a piece of land there they've got on the corner of Anzac Highway and Tapley, Old Tapley's Hill Road. Yes. Um, it's a $7.4 million development, and, and they're looking at an, an Audi, which uh, they've obviously popped up everywhere since they first opened in 2016, and... Um, yeah, watch this space. It'll be very interesting to see what the uh, the local reaction is to that. It's out for public consultation until the end of this month. So, Now, we had a good chat last year with uh, Rolly Burrell, Adelaide's snake oh. catcher extraordinaire. That's an amazing story today. That first, He reckons it's the first time that in September the snakes have been on the move. Mm, yep, he, it's the first time he's seen it in the last 40 years and they're getting two to three calls a day. Uh, so this conversation was was prompted by a, a baby brown snake that was dangling from a gutter at, at a home huh. in Lewiston on Sunday, which is quite a petrifying find for the homeowners. And good on them, the, um, the gentleman, Joshua Gordon Hunt, who said his son found it, he went and grabbed an empty dog bis- biscuit bag and carried the snake to a nearby creek. He's a braver person than I am. <laughs> um, so, you know, be, be on the lookout, particularly with the warmer weather. And um, and certainly the, the advice is keep your distance, keep an eye on them and call a professional, which I think is all very yeah. sound I, That'd advice. be point number yeah. one, I reckon. Right. Don't get the dog biscuit bag. No. Yeah. No. no. But good on you. Professional first, biscuit Hunt. bag second. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> Um, I like this story about the councils drawing up a litter hit list. Yes. So, you know, councils, this is this is in their remit. It's, mm. you know, rubbish roads rates. And uh, the EPA is reviewing the Local Nuisance and Litter Control Act. So the LGA is via councils asking, well, what, what are you most unhappy with councils that you're having to deal with? So things like uh, abandoned shopping trolleys. That seems to be the big one. It's a huge mm. one. And they actually want shopping trolleys to be included in the definition of litter. Yep. Uh, and also tougher powers to control where election signs are placed. And uh, and also that apparently some councils are employing a specific anti-litter staff member at a cost of a hundred thousand dollars each. Um, so they really want you know they're getting a lot more of this this work about you know hmm. eradicating litter shoved onto them. So they really want some more controls around that and some help. Interesting. Uh, the, the component of that that would be fascinating is the the prospect of finding shopping centres or or, mm. or you, you know your local food land if they're one of their trolleys around. But I love the bit about election advertising mm. too. Core flutes. We just let's just let's just cancel core flutes. Hmm. Let's just end it. Well, the government's looking at it now. It's a it, it, the robo call fiasco. There is absolutely no reason to have them. If you want to put them on your private property, go ahead and do it. But there's no reason they should be anywhere publicly. Yeah, there I agree. are plenty of places to 100%. find out who your local candidates are in this day and age. I'd love to exactly. meet someone who was sitting at the traffic lights and went, "Oh yeah." They look all right. I'll yeah. vote for them. Yeah, yeah that's like, right. But, but if, even if that dull. person does exist on polling day, have them sitting up there, and you can make the same. Same decision. Facile observation (laughs) and base your vote on it like that. Exactly. Hey, um, do readers care about the Com Games? Jess, we didn't get flooded with people going, no, we've got to rally behind the Commonwealth Games. Yeah, it was a bit like that. We put it on the the front of the Sunday Mail on the weekend, uh, had access to a report that shows that, look, it's really going to cost a lot and... The benefits aren't aren't there, and it looks like it's being scuttled. and And unfortunately, we we put it to our readers, and and they sort of said, "Look, sixty six percent, or nearly sixty six percent, said, you know, it makes sense. It's an economic decision. And you know, when you look at things that need to happen in this state, uh, spending a lot of money to bring the Com Games here, which will leave us with great infrastructure, is just not top of the hit list. Yeah, three and a half billion dollars. Mm. 
quite a lot of dough, isn't it? It, it is. And you think about things like, you know, the, the new women's and children's and, yeah. and other worthy things you talk about, the ramping and where it's at at the moment. Well, so. that we've been arguing for three months about land tax and that's meant to save $40 million. So that was the original. <laughs> well, forecast. yeah, I wasn't going to mention the L word. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Actually, on that, what, what are the interactions on land tax stories like? Are they popular? Do, do people go because they are worthy news stories? Not to use that, you know, term of derision in the world of news. Worthy, <laughs> worthy yeah. but but I mean, do people do they get interacted with a lot? Are they? They do. Yeah, I think a lot of the time it's people just trying to understand. Yeah. Um, what's really interesting is this: the, it, the mum and dad investors line has really hijacked that debate, and and people are really wanting to see that that human face. Uh, so I, I think people are interested, but there's a lot of numbers and there's a lot of how does it affect mm. me. And, and you think about the value of generals going through and uh, re-valuing all our homes. We're all affected. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, that's something that needs to happen anyway. But that's that's how I get into that debate and look at it. And I think certainly people are most interested on what it's doing to the Liberal government. Yeah, yeah, mm. the politics of it. I think that's the, the big yeah. part of it because it's been a really big test for, for the Premier. Absolutely. Good stuff, Jess. Always love having you in. We'll do it again next week. Catch you then. Cheers. Mm.